Medical students and novice psychologists are warned of a potential problem. When immersed in diagnoses and case studies of human abnormalities, there's a tendency to see the symptoms studied within themselves. Some begin to think, with so many possible ailments, how can I ever expect to be healthy? So should healthcare workers avoid studying diseases? Of course not. Although dwelling on dysfunction can cause problems, it's crucial in certain pursuits. C.S. Lewis rightly noted, there are two equal and opposite errors into which our race can fall about devils. One is to disbelieve their existence. The other is to believe and to feel an excessive and unhealthy interest in them. They themselves are equally pleased by both errors and hail a materialist or a magician with the same delight. Obviously, if you are a new believer, young child, or you are in a stressful situation currently, you should probably postpone studying darker subjects in Scripture. But for the mature Christians, Paul concludes a list of life principles with a qualifier, for we are not ignorant of Satan's schemes. The implication here is that we have already considered the biblical facts about Satan and know them well enough to have an effective strategy against him. If you are a mature believer engaged in the culture, you are already in the spiritual battle and should be acquainted with the not-flesh-and-blood enemy described in Ephesians 6. Nowhere in Scripture are we urged to relax and think less about the devil. Rather, many passages encourage us to be sober-minded and watchful because the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Being watchful requires a knowledge of the nature and expected behavior of the threat. In fairness, I must say that even though I suspect most believers know far too little about the enemy's schemes, I have experienced the other extreme. We do see cases in which focusing on Satan and his work can bring about fearfulness and a sense of defeat. Some would say that the devil is glorified in these situations. However, these are almost always the result of knowing too little about the biblical truth of the devil's defeat and Jesus' sovereign victory over him. It is the imbalance of knowledge and not necessarily the study of spiritual warfare itself. Someone once said, all extremes are bad except extreme love and obedience for God. There are many spiritual imbalances that negatively affect Christian life. We are in danger when we choose extreme positions in God's love and wrath, human responsibility and God's sovereignty, being in the world but not of the world, strict legalism versus easy grace. Yet these are all topics that should be studied by believers. We should consider the extremes but view the concepts with balance. Studying the enemy is no different. The best strategy is to learn the whole truth of the spiritual warfare as presented in Scripture. We then must put on the Ephesians 6 armor and trust the Lord for protection for us and our families. We must also view this subject within the context and priority of other biblical truths. The topic of evil is only one of many in God's word. It's also important to approach the subject of Satan and demons without the misconceptions and deceptions prevalent in our culture and even in some churches. Let's look at a few of these. Misconception 1. Satan is the opposite of God. Pop culture portrays spiritual warfare as a battle between two equal forces, with the outcome a mere chance roll of the dice. This is not the reality revealed in Scripture. For reasons known only to himself, God allows Satan to win a few battles occasionally, but the result of the war is never in question. Satan and his cohorts are utterly defeated enemies through the finished work of Jesus. God has already determined the devil's due and will ultimately put him in eternal separation from the rest of creation. Case closed. Misconception 2. Satan is unimportant. 
Although Satan and all evil will one day be put away, at the moment he works viciously against God and his children. The enemy is a significant factor in the life of a believer. Scripture says he opposes us by hindering, tempting, keeping from truth, causing to say things, placing lies in the mind, causing sickness, performing signs and wonders, slandering believers. The references for these are in the transcript if anyone wants to see them. That's a formidable list. Again, these are all through the permissive hand of God, and though bad for a season, will ultimately work for the believer's good, as will any of our trials, according to Romans 8.28. Misconception 3. Satan is to be feared. There's a small creek behind my house. Occasionally, resident copperheads decide that the hunting is better in my yard than in the creek. These small, venomous snakes can inflict a lot of pain and suffering on unsuspecting humans. I don't like the idea of copperheads in my yard, but after years of dealing with them, I know their habits. I've learned how fast they can slither. I've learned how far they can strike. In the back of my mind, I have a contingency plan in case one of my family members is bitten. I do everything in my power to avoid copperheads. However, I do not fear copperheads. I respect the threat they offer. I'm certainly wary of them. I avoid them. Yet I have more important things to do than to dwell on what a snake might possibly do. In the same way, I respect the effect Satan could have in my life, but God's word assures me he is a defeated foe. I don't fear him. He has no ultimate authority over me because Christ has overcome him. I don't have to stay up at night worrying about the devil's next move. I'm watchful, but my thoughts are not constantly on Satan. First John 4 tells us, God's spirit who is in me is greater than Satan who is in the world. Misconception 4. Every bad thing in my life is the work of Satan and his demons. This idea is common among Christians, and it certainly gives the devil more honor and prestige than he deserves. Often we find ourselves in a bad situation because we are sinners. No devil required. Our fallen sinful minds choose sin over righteousness. We hurt each other. They hurt us. We also live in a messed up sinful world in which bad things just happen. Perhaps Satan at times just sits back and enjoys the tribute people mistakenly give him. Misconception 5. I must constantly confront or bind Satan and his demons. This is another common misbelief among Christians today, an extreme that probably causes some to avoid learning about the devil altogether. Despite much contemporary teaching, Scripture never tells us to speak to, fight, or bind Satan. It does, however, clearly tell us to put on the armor of God in order to stand against the devil. This metaphorical armor includes faith, righteousness, and the truth of the gospel. And as opposed to confronting the enemy, we are instructed to, according to James 4, 7, submit yourselves, therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. This implies that we are aware of the devil's ways. We are trained to recognize him in action and respond quickly. At that point, we refuse to follow his scheming and depend on God for victory. A balanced view of spiritual warfare is crucial in today's world. Satan is temporarily the god of this world, according to 2 Corinthians 4, and he controls the world's system in general. His societies, governments, media, and educational strongholds feed us and our children a steady diet of deceptions. Today, more than ever, Christians must practice the spiritual disciplines commanded in Scripture. We must be watchful and prepared. This includes righteousness, obedience to God, prayer, and the diligent study of the Bible, the whole Bible. A clear, balanced knowledge of the devil is one of the many results of such a lifestyle.